Hey, what's going down? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. Leaving the office here on a Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday evening, as predicted. Rolling out around 8, be home at 8.30, get a nice meal, relax with my family, take a freaking nice shower, let the hot water run over my naked body, fucking hit the rack, take a very peaceful slumber, be back at the office for 9 a.m. <clears throat> As always, hard work, rewarding. I'm pretty smoked right now. Meaning physically and mentally spent. All right? And that's just, it's a good thing. I mean, it's like after a workout when you're just exhausted and you go into zombie mode for a short period of time. It's it's like that. You know, there's something that is a, a neurological phenomenon, a neuroendocrine phenomenon that is called... Um, Parasympathetic backlash. Uh, just give you a quick primer on some um, anatomy. You have two parts of your autonomic nervous system. When I say autonomic, you think automatic, because these, this autonomic nervous system, it automatically. You don't have to think about shit. It just acts. It just does things. Control controls the rate of your heartbeat, the rate of your respiration. It controls their digestion, <clears throat> your reproductive function, everything. And it does so really without your say, without any conscious activity on your behalf. It just does it. It, it, it fluctuates in, be, in uh, response to the environment, of course. But it just behaves and it, it uh, regulates the entirety of our bodily function. And so parasympathetic backlash, between the autonomic nervous system, we've got two branches. On the left, we've got sympathetic, and that's the fight or flight. And on the right, we've got the parasympathetic, and that's rest and digest. And so there is a balance between those two branches. They're always communicating back and forth. You, got, you undergo a stress or you increase your physical activity, you want to do something like exercise, your heart rate is going to increase. It has to in order to pump your blood. Your circulation is going to change. Your muscle is going to function differently. So <clears throat> there's a whole host of activities that are mediated by nerves, which are like wires, and hormones, which are chemical messengers. Together, that's the neuroendocrine system, and it is the composer of every cell, tissue, organ system in your body. It runs the show. Parasympathetic backlash is when, after a real uh, hard effort, <clears throat> after running a race or after doing a lift, you know, max effort of a lift. So you do, how about this, you do as many burpees as you can until you can't complete one with good form anymore. What happens? You freaking just work to exhaustion, and then after you can't do any more physically, you you're pretty much winded and you're out of energy and you just collapse. And so after that physical or mental effort or after a test, after a, a really hard test or an interview or something, you're not worth a shit, right? It's because your body is after all of that frenzy of activity, um, 
all that all that um, that activity in one sense, like all, all the let's say you do those burpees, that would be mediated by the fight or flight, the sympathetic nervous system. And then the opposite of that is the parasympathetic. So that's going to be when you rest and digest and recover and just chill. And so after you fucking bust your ass doing something really hard, the parasympathetic nervous system just takes over and you let your guard down. You just got to heal up, right? And so that's what I, it's a long um, explanation of why, uh, neuroendocrinely speaking, I'm smoked after a long, hard day, or you're smoked after a job interview, or after um, shoveling snow for an hour, and you just kind of sit on the couch and look at your phone, or take a nap, or after sex, you know, everybody friggin' complete the the deed, and then you friggin' roll over, and you're out, out like a light, it's because you've had sufficient activity, and now you need to rest. Another example of this is how um, first responders, let's say we're on foot, we're in pursuit of a bad guy, just robbed a bank, catch the bad guy, we put him in the, in the squad car, we're huffing and puffing, but we, can, we uh, completed the mission. And then <clears throat> we freaking, we're just kind of like, oh, we're out of it best thing you can do at that point is call for some backup and hope wait till they arrive because your body is going to start to shut down. I mean, not immediately, not like you're going to just turn off like a switch, but your body is going to, after that max effort, it's going to want to relax. And so that's just an exploration of, of the why I feel this way. And I'll go home, like I said, and do all those things that I want to do. Unpack the car, take a shower, get a good meal in me, have a beer, catch up with my family. And then I'll just freaking be like, oh, I'm out, man. So I'll sleep well tonight. I'll sleep well tomorrow because i got another busy day. I have a friend I want to talk to tomorrow morning. He's had a really freaking uh, important job interview. And he's been, he had to take all this crazy bank of psychological tests in order to qualify for this interview. And he did finally did that today. Snowstorms, pandemics, political crap, big job interview to make a big difference in his life. Um, I want to catch up with him tomorrow. See how that went. I have another friend who's taking a uh, completing boards. A couple friends who are going to be taking board exams in order to become uh, certified uh, licensed professionals in their respective healing arts. So they got that happening tomorrow and uh, otherwise very soon. Someone here what they have to say. I had some new patients today. They were wonderful people. I did my best to serve them well. I had a... um, I worked on a woman today. She's probably old enough to be my mother. She's a psychotherapist. So we had a good exchange. I felt like I was on top of my game. Gave her a good adjustment. Had some good conversation. Some deep... With some depth to it. Didn't want to mix business with pleasure too much, but... She seemed pretty interesting. 
and engaged in the conversation, told a few jokes. Um, joke for, for today is, um, why did friggin', <clears throat> here's my joke for today. You know, there's a lot of Aaron's out there, and there's a lot of Brian's, and there's a lot of Tom's in this world, but, um, you don't hear a lot of Lance's. There's, I know a few people named Lance, but so much, pretty much anymore, you don't hear too many Lance's. But back in the medieval times, people were named Lance a lot. <laughs> or how about, you know, fucking Spartacus, his wife gets eaten by a lion. So, you know, how do you feel about that? He said, uh, I'm gladiator. <laughs> yeah, you like that? <clears throat> you guys ain't got shit for jokes either, so fuck off. In closing, I started uh, today with a podcast about mattresses. I'm really freaking curious about these mattresses, okay? All kinds of people have opinions on the type of mattress I should get. I have a friend who's even, he, he bought one of these mattresses, the mail order ones, and he his back still hurts, so he returned it, but apparently he could give it to somebody who's not in his family, and something weird like that. He'll get full refund if he does that. I have another friend who's a chiropractor, and he's got a hookup through Tempur-Pedic, and I once had a hook up through Tempur-Pedic, I might have mentioned earlier, where it was like half like half off or something, and the assumption is that you're going to sell these uh, this mattress to somebody and you're going to mark it up. I mean, they don't really care, but you're going to get it for wholesale and then move the mattress and add a little on top, something like that. I did it like twice, and it was just a little bit of a pain in the ass, but anyway, so I stopped doing it. I thought that it was done, but my buddy still has it hooked up through Tempur-Pedic, and uh, he offered to help me. So, pretty crazy. It interests me once again. It's not necessarily that there's such a variety of mattresses. Is that we've got this princess in the pea sort of scenario where you could have the most comfortable mattress ever. And people are so particular about things. If you like it hot, they like it cold. You know, if you like a freaking queen size mattress, they insist you need a California king. You know, if you like purple, they want fucking Sealy Posturepedic. You know, if you go to Mattress fucking Warehouse, they want you to go to Sears. Or somebody even said Big Lots is sells mattresses. I didn't know that, but there's two people now told me that you can get a good deal through them. For hundreds of dollars instead of thousands of dollars. I have people who told me they spent $400 on a mattress, king-size mattress from Big Lots, and somebody else spent five grand on a sleep number. And it's just like, oh, I mean, listen, I believe in spoiling ourselves. I believe in having a comfortable bed. As previously stated, you spend a lot of time sleeping, resting, ideally, so that uh, to be comfortable, it's, it's worth the investment. 
but five grand, I don't know about that. Very interesting. But I like the banter back and forth because you can see it within my sphere. People like, oh, this man, people I haven't spoken to or exchanged with on social media for a while, they're chiming in. They're like, Tempur-Pedic, number one. Uh, purple, I've had it for three years. I love it. <laughs> uh, sleep number, it's the only way to go. It's so interesting how it's actually a window into just consumer, how people feel about um, things, you know, anything. You can ask about chiropractors. Oh, you know, like the guy came in this evening, he's like, yeah, I had one chiropractor and a, I went to a massage therapist and the massage therapist, I think this guy did her a favor or whatever, but I went in there and he like didn't have a, he's like, should I breathe or something? He fucking twisted me this way, cracked me, did this, that, and the other thing. And put me on this bed, lay it on for 20 minutes. That had water jets, and that was it. Um, and another guy really took his time and did a great job. And another guy wanted me to sign on the dotted line after a crappy adjustment for $900 or something like that. I'm like, oh my fucking god. So, <clears throat> whether it's restaurants or mattresses or food or uh, vehicles or everybody's had an experience and everybody has an opinion and opinions are like assholes and it is extremely how about uh, trash people well it's a fair, pretty standard experience you know it's like okay my trash I want it picked up I want a fucking container receptacle to put it in my trash and my recyclables I want it picked up on time, and if I got any big items, I want to be able to call and have them, you know, do a heavy trash day or something like that. And I'll give them a tip around the holidays. What do you think about that? But some people are like, oh, Whitetail sucks. Oh, uh, my trash people are the best. These people never come back. They leave shit out there. They took my, they took my trash can away. I don't know what the fuck is going on. It's like, Oh my God, it's amazing when you ask people their opinion. And I'm genuinely interested in the mattress thing. I had one good friend say uh, he was a a car salesman for 15 years. And he said, mattress places are the worst. And that's coming from somebody who sold cars for 15 years. (laughs) That's great, man. It's so interesting how variable human beings are. It's wonderful, and it's terrible. <laughs> well, I'm fucking tired. All right, well, I'll hit you guys up again tomorrow. Have some stories to tell. Absolutely. I'll do my best. I told you about the guy that fucking farted right in my face yesterday, right? Doing this muscle work on him. And he's like, okay, bring your knee up. He's like, <laughs> I mean, right in my face. Sometimes it happens, like, with somebody's face down. This was, like, the guy was on his side. My face was right there because I was working on his low back. I was probably a foot and a half from his anus. And he's like... It's like, oh, sorry. I said, oh, good job, man. Well done. Didn't even fucking flinch in the face of a flatulence. A flatus. 
all in a good day's work, my friends. And here we are on the cusp of Friday. I hope this fucking snow melts into a liquid form and flows down the fucking gutter into the goddamn creeks and rivers out to the friggin' mouth of the Atlantic Ocean. Love and respect.